I'm Bucky. I'm Izzy. And this is Under Deconstruction. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Under Deconstruction. We are so happy to be with all of you again here today for another wonderful episode. Um, today's episode is going to be on a topic that I've been thinking about and actually writing about uh, pretty frequently recently because I feel like it pertains to kind of root issue at the at the ground level of our society at large. <laughs> um, and basically, what I wanted to discuss today was the ideas of meaning, purpose, and value. And how those things are kind of interlinked, but also how they're different. And to how they um, really ground a person in what like life is supposed to be about. Like, for example, if you can find something that brings you value and meaning in your life, then oftentimes that brings purpose to your life. And those three things generally lead to a pretty joyful, happy um, experience in life, at least in my opinion. So I wanted to discuss those today with Izzy here. How are you doing, Izzy? Hey, what's up? <laughs> doing pretty well. Yeah, I, I love this topic. Um, I know it's something we all you know, think about probably all, all the time um, when we make decisions about uh, what kind of job we want or what kind of relationships we have. Um, and it's definitely um, something I'd love to hear more about. Yeah. So uh, just to begin with here, kind of the first question I was thinking about the other day when I was writing about this topic um, was kind of what is meaning, what is purpose, and what is value? Uh, so for me personally, um, meaning and value are kind of foundational principles. And then, like I said earlier, purpose can usually be derived from meaning and value. And in my writings the other day, I was trying to figure out really what is, what is like the root thing that brings meaning and value to people's lives. And what I found uh, was I ended up getting into desire a lot. It seems like desire is a leading principle when it comes to meaning and value. So what do I mean by that? Well, what I mean by that is desire is kind of this first thing that you have. You, you want to, you desire something, right? Mm -hmm. um, let's say you desire to write a book, correct? Mm -hmm. um, and then eventually, hopefully in the future, you kind of project with your mind this object of desire into the future. And then you kind of spend time, however much time it takes to then accomplish that desire and eventually uh, write a book and obtain your object of desire. And usually that brings some type of meaning and value to your life, but it doesn't seem to be the initial desire that brings it the meaning or value, nor the actual accomplishment of finishing the book. For me, it seems like it's that adventure of writing the book, right? The path in between that initial desire and the attainment of that desire that truly brings meaning and value to people's lives. But um, yeah, yeah, Izzy, I don't know if you have any thoughts on meaning, purpose, and value, what they are to you, 
um, where you derive meaning, purpose, or value in your life? Any of those? Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because my first, like when I first heard those three words sort of back to back, my brain kind of mushed them all together. And it's like, yeah, you know, they're basically the same thing. But I see now that they're not in the sense that when you're talking about the writing example, um, which I can definitely relate to, um, I think for someone to say, I'm a writer, that's a part of their purpose in life, right? Is their not, oh, I'm I'm gonna be a person that wrote a book or I'm I'm gonna have this thing one day or I dream of being that, but no, you in the act of it being a writer, you are finding your purpose. So it goes back to like that whole thing about the journey of it being the the source of of purpose. And I think, I mean, when I think of the word value, I tend to think, I mean, I guess it's two different ways. So value in terms of as a bringing value to your life, like in that phrase, um, I guess a lot of things can bring value to your life. Um, I think um, your relationships, I think um, your beliefs, like if you have a spiritual or religious system of any kind, um, I think what you surround yourself with um, and sort of the type of life that you build for yourself all bring value um, and, and meaning um, so that you're not just like a little, you know, person in space with nothing around you. Right. We build (laughs) these things on purpose to create, create value. Um, Then then I also think of like our values as like, you know, whatever your, your core values are, what's important to you will inform, um, I think your, what is meaningful to you. So like if your value, if, if a value you have is compassion or um, like, yeah, compassion or something similar to that uh, care for others, I guess Uh, there's another word, but I'm not remembering right now. Um, Empathy. Empathy, yeah. Then you're you're looking at um, cert- you'll look at certain things as being more or less meaningful, right? Um, charity or or taking care of people in your family or you know otherwise doing sort of acts of good for other people. That's going to be something that gives you meaning, and that's based in your value. If something you really value, you know, is I don't know um, wealth and like material success, then, you know, the things that you find meaningful um, are going to be the pursuit of that um, are going to be earning, um, you know, more money than other people or whatever it is. Like, you know, each thing that you each value that you have is going to determine what's meaningful to you. And then I guess in doing the things that you find meaningful, um, maybe you can identify your purpose, but I feel like purpose is such a difficult one. Um, at least for me to think about because it, it's the one of those three words that makes me think the most about like those sort of big existential questions of like, why are we here? Like, what is this all for? Like meaning and value to me, is feel a little more grounded. Like we can find, you know, value and meaning in different things we do that can sustain us every day. But that purpose question just feels bigger to me of like, yeah, I can do all those things, but 
are we also maybe seeking intellectually, are we maybe seeking to understand a bigger purpose or um, place in the world? I don't know, you know, um, but that's just the, the things that come to mind for me about each of those words and how they relate. Um, but yeah, I'd love to hear more about what. Um, yeah, I mean, from the journey part. Yeah, from what I well, just to kind of maybe recap what you just said there. Uh, it sounds like to me for you, it kind of starts with value, right? That's kind of the leading principle. And then from your values or the thing that you find that is of value that then, uh, fosters meaning for yourself, uh, mm -hmm. in either, you know, if it's like you said, compassion, like if you're carrying out your value of compassion, then that brings that is meaningful to you. Or if somebody is compassionate yeah. to you, that is meaningful to you. And then it seems like for you, uh, the kind of tertiary part is the purpose part, which might even be kind of more dislocated from those two things, like you were saying, and more yeah. of a, an airy <laughs> type of way, yeah, because not as like, grounded. Exactly. Because sometimes it feels like I know my values. I know what has meaning and value to me. Like I know what I like and don't like in terms of how it affects my energy, not to get too like whatever weird about that. But like, I know how to make those decisions and I know what suits me in those within those two concepts, but purpose, I don't always feel like I have any clarity on. Yeah, totally. And I mean, purpose also is, it's kind of like, it's up for debate if they're, you know, if it's even like, <laughs> like if, if you are even supposed to have a, a purpose, right, yeah. really, that's kind of uh, like assuming a level of um, egotism or arrogance about oneself that, you know, I mean, not to say that, I, I don't know, I think there's probably purposes for a lot of things and not to call people who think that they have a purpose, like <laughs> egotistical or arrogant no, or anything. No. But I think it assumes a sort of this kind of like loftiness of like, I'm very important, you know? And then when you juxtapose your small incremental sand pebble like life to the backdrop of billions of galaxies and trillions of stars in a universe that's like larger than comprehension it's mm -hmm. like okay well is there really a purpose you know there's so there's all sorts of, yeah, kind of questions yeah. in relation to purpose but um that always used to happen to me when they would show like space videos in science class and they'd zoom out from the person on the picnic blanket all the way to the universe yeah and every time my brain would explode <laughs> just like what what even is the purpose of it all yeah totally um, but no, this is, this is why I, these three kind of words for me have some type of a like connection is because um, for me, it seems that like I was saying about desire, mm -hmm. ultimately things that you value are things that you desire. So even in uh, like kind of benevolent one, like compassion, where it's not like an actual object, but it's more of an ideal um, like that is something that you, you value, not mm -hmm. like, there's not a monetary value to it, but there's a certain level of value that it holds for you. Mm -hmm. Um, but so I don't know, I think I, my point I think is, is the act of being compassionate or the act of attaining your value 
is that the thing that brings meaning or is it the process of trying to be a compassionate person that mm -hmm. brings the meaning? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because I see like, if we're talking about, like you're talking about desire, like you would only pursue a value, like, um, I guess, compassion or, uh, community you could you know broaden it to that like community with others being in community with others um your desire you, you desire that sense of community that sense of mutual understanding between people that sense of seeing other people um be uplifted or be brought out of difficulty right because of something you did or because of how you participated um and so like there i see what you mean like there's there's a desire um, to see these things come to life or to see these, um, relationships grow or whatever, however you practice compassion or whatever the value is in your life, um, that, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I guess, I guess I'm trying to understand like how, so is it the process of trying, like the process of seeking? Well, that's what I'm saying. So like, for me, it's like, like, you'll never actually obtain compassion. You know what I mean? Like that's, it's something. Or I guess, that you, yeah, that's why I like sort of switched it to like, I don't know, community is the best word I can think of, but like yeah, or I mean, connection, maybe that's a good one. Yeah. But I mean like anything that you kind of like think of as something that you value is like innately kind of this abstracted concept. And so mm -hmm. even in the case of like a tangible thing, like if what you find value in is making music, and that brings meaning to your life and gives you purpose. So you start off with the desire to create a song and then eventually over however much time, like you, you use the medium of time, like you literally spend time in act and manifesting <laughs> that desire into the creation of a song. And then eventually you attain the desire of creating the song by producing the song. Um, and so, but in that initial state of desiring to make a song, you're, you're desiring an abstracted idea that will never be what you actually like think of it in the abstract, if that makes sense. It's almost mm -hmm. like all things that are desired will never be like fully attained in perfection. <laughs> mm -hmm. They will only be like somewhat actualized in a way that you probably don't expect. You know what I mean? Like, as you set out to make that song, by, you probably started off with this idea of like a perfect song that you wanted to make. And then you end up with like, you know, like some reggae thing that you had no idea was going to end up that way, but it ends up sounding cool. So it's like, ultimately, it's not the, for me, it's not the creation or like the obtaining of the creation of the song, nor the desire to create the song. It's that like weird magical process that happens in between that initial desire and the eventual like creation of the song. It seems like that's yeah. where like the real meaning of like life or like the purpose or the value is, or even if you like, if you've heard of a lot of athletes who are super successful or like Olympians, um, they'll say how their whole life they dreamed of winning the trophy, you know, or being number one or whatever. And then, they'll always have this kind of like epilogue <laughs> at the end of their career where they'll say like, yeah, like after I got it, like 
like then the meaning was gone or like then their purpose, you know, it's like they didn't have any purpose or meaning anymore. So it was the, that pride, it wasn't even, <laughs> if the thing at the end of the, of the process was the thing that brought meaning and value, then obtaining it would give you like lasting meaning and value. Yeah, but it yeah. doesn't, you attain the thing and then it's like, it kind of dissipates. Like it's that process of attaining the thing. Mm -hmm. It's the struggle. It's the, um, the unknown that is present in the time that you have to spend in adventuring toward obtaining the thing that you're desiring. Yeah. I don't know. If okay. That, yeah. Oh yeah, no, that does. So, so let me kind of, I, I think, um, the whole thing where I think I was more talking, maybe I was misunderstanding and I was talking about like broader values as like, as opposed to things you do or, or, or want that bring value. No, so I think it can be separating those. Yeah, it can. But I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I was going off on a little bit of a, um, in a different direction, but, okay. <laughs> but, but it, something I can think of that, yeah. that would make more sense, but it's still aligned with that um, is I think about like um, a, the religious or spiritual journey that um, that I am on, that I'm called to be on as a Muslim and others um, who have, you know, their different spiritual paths would relate um, is it, it is a journey where you're embarking on it, understanding exactly what you just said, that you will never attain that perfection, that perfect understanding, perfect grasp of every, every concept, every reason, everything like that exists and, and why that's not for you. Like within the context of, of Islam, like just, I like to think about this stuff. Um, it, I think it's interesting to other people too. Like, even if it's not your specific beliefs, it's just an interesting way to conceptualize things is accepting that there are some things that, that you will never know that you will never perfectly attain. Like no one's ever going to be the quote unquote, perfect person of their religion. Right. That's not, that's not how it works. Um, but the emphasis within Islam, at least, is on the journey of gaining wisdom, gaining understanding. Um, some of it is more like practical, like doing the things that you are supposed to do, like, you know, doing a charity, praying and, you know, doing other forms of worship. You know, these are things that we are asked to do and you can slowly improve on those things over your lifetime. Um and then the other part being the learning and the understanding, and that involves a lot of reading and a lot of conversation and a lot of like reflection. And that's something that when, when you <laughs> sign on to this, you're signing up to, to embark on that journey for the rest of, of your life. And I think that knowing that there is no end goal where you're like, I got the trophy. I'm number one. I've learned everything there is to know because you're not God. You can't do that within this context. Um, there's this acceptance of, I still want to take this journey. I still want to learn and grow. And we would only want that if it brought us purpose. So exactly what you're saying that that makes a lot of sense is like the journey of learning and discovering you know, more about, about yourself and more about your faith and trying to improve who you are in your actions and your words, not just your words. That's really hard, but every, like everyone who signs onto that, like they, they want to, um, because people see an inherent value and this could go for any religious or spiritual practice. They exist because we like the value and purpose that they bring to us. Um, 
even with the acceptance that we're never going to get to some magical end goal where we know all and, and everything is easy. Like nothing is ever easy. You know, at least that's, that's the way my religion teaches me is nothing is ever easy. You don't just, you know, check a box and then you, okay, you're absolved, like no problems. You know, you're signing on to recognize that you have a lifelong struggle, but that struggle is incredibly valuable, incredibly meaningful. If you, you know, make the most of it. Um, totally. Yeah. No. Okay. So now I think we're getting into some really juicy stuff here. Okay. So what you said really like connected a lot of things for me. So I think, like I was saying, these two concepts we're talking about, about tangible things that you can attain as things of value and how they're interconnected with uh, kind of eternal values, like things like a value system. Um, I would say that is the, like the main purpose of a religion or any type of a spiritual belief is to give you kind of this eternal purpose, meaning, and value where mm-hmm. the whole point is that it's never, it's not really attainable. <laughs> That's the, the point is, is that it's, um, it, and, and in that way, it, it gives you kind of eternal meaning, purpose, and value because you're always striving to kind of, uh, you know, become the ideal of that value system. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, if you're, if all you value in life is just kind of tangible things that you can attain, then you're kind of living in this lesser value structure of, um, you know, all right, I'm going to desire this, go after it, try to achieve it, attain it. And then, all right, now that roller coaster ride is done. All right. What's the next roller coaster ride? I'm going to go on. Oh, okay. Here's a new thing. I'm going to try, I'm going to desire, I'm going to go try and achieve it and attain it. And so you, in this, this attempt at, you know, these tangible things of value of attaining those things, it's kind of like this small cycle. (laughs) It's like Mm -hmm. a small meaning cycle where you get, you can derive meaning, purpose, and value from it, from that process for a certain amount of time. But then eventually you either like don't attain it and get bored and give up, or you do and then you have to find something else that to fill that kind of meaning, purpose, and value void that now right. exists in your life. Mm-hmm. And I think this is actually kind of ties into this next question I was going to bring up, up about how this in our society, it seems like one of the, or in just around the world, it seems like that one of the main ailments currently is a lot of people feel like they don't have any meaning or purpose mm-hmm. in their life. And there is like, they don't feel like there's they're valuable or that there is anything of value for them to even desire. Uh, And so I would say that kind of this tendency and again, not, or not again, but (laughs) I'm not, I'm not saying that um, like science or materialism is like a bad thing (laughs) necessarily. But I think when you have a society that is overtly materialistic and overtly, um, you know, minutia driven by numbers and stats and scientific things, these things don't offer very much lasting meaning, purpose, or value. They might offer, you know, small bits of value in relation to small things, but they tend to leave people 
uh, feeling purposeless or meaningless or valueless because there isn't that, like what you're talking about, this kind of background striving toward uh, an unattainable thing. If that, Mm -hmm. any of that makes sense. (laughs) It does. And I think like the cool thing, which is why I like to talk about um, these concepts, like the more abstract concepts of my religion with people is because I think it's, it's something that anyone can choose to practice and to do. Like you don't have to be religious. Like I have plenty of friends that are not religious. In fact, most of them aren't and that's fine, but you're still choosing every day to like, you can still, I should say, choose every day to, improve yourself, improve the world around you, improve the well-being of, you know, whatever, um, if you're a part of a marginalized community, you know what it's like to feel um, constantly carrying the weight of um, the ways in which other people like you are struggling, um, even when you yourself are doing well, like we all know what that feels like. And, you know, you can continue to choose um, self-improvement and community improvement. every day. And you don't have to believe in God to do it or anything like that. But I think there's, um, there's something nice to know that, cause I know like I get, um, you know, I have other stuff that are sort of those smaller versions of the sort of reaching and failing or attaining small goals. Like you were saying, um, whether it's my, you know, writing as a career choice, you know, or my relationships or, um, what, whatever else I'm trying to, um, like, you know, strength and fitness, like whatever things, goals I have, whatever things I'm trying to do because I value them and I want to, um, whatever, attain a certain goal. Um, it's kind of comforting to know that even if all those things fail or go away, which a lot of them have and continue to fail and, you know, maybe will never be what I want them to be that at the base, when everything else falls away, there's still, something there. And that is a, an act of choice to believe that I have a responsibility to myself and to the world around me to um, try to make it better. And, you know, whatever that means, like, we're not all going to save the world. Like I, I, the apathy and the, the frustration of, I think even like now our youngest generation, they're really having an incredibly hard time, which is not surprising at all because that's all they've known is this state of, of chaos and, um, and disconnect that we all sort of live in. Like you were saying, you know, that's never, I I don't think that's ever going to go away. Like I I relate to that. I I understand, like I'm saying this in a very, you know, clear frame of mind, but most days I'm not feeling this um, like sure about things, but I think it can help. Like I like being able to return to this idea of like, okay, these things may have failed. Um, these goals may have not been achieved, but a, I'm going to enjoy the attempts and, and the attempts are what make up my life or they will make up all of our lives, you know? So there's value in that, like you were saying. And then also, you know, that if we can all kind of try to do that, I don't know, I'd feel a lot better knowing that the people around me are also wanting to make this world more, more beautiful or more interesting like whether it's you know with art you know with with music with um with anything like you know more technical things too like the science and you know there's all kinds of ways we can participate and I think I don't know I I 
I know that like sometimes talking about like religious stuff like isn't everybody's cup of tea and I'm not in any way trying to like um, push that on people but we all have a value system like you know it's not like just because somebody like this is for my religious people it's not just because somebody's atheist that they have no values and they have no structure or goals not but by no means is that true every person you know has those same desires and has their um, things that they find valuable and meaningful and everyone's looking for purpose so I don't know all of that is to say I just feel like um there's there are ways to maybe broaden our ideas of what can bring us purpose beyond like career and you know social life and things that are very forward you know very obvious um there are other things as well that can be pretty transformative I guess yeah I mean I don't think you have to um be religious or spiritual at all to have uh like you're saying meaning or value or purpose but i think what religion or spirituality do offer is kind of a roadmap as to how to establish meaning and value definitely outside of the realm of changeable variables if that makes sense so with religion or spirituality, or even again, people who aren't religious or spiritual, but who have a value structure or value system that is detached from any outcome in outward reality, that gives you a lifelong, like kind of meaning value vector. (laughs) And so regardless of what happens in your life, regardless if, um, you know, a tornado comes and destroys your entire home or you lose all of your life savings or whatever horrible thing happens when your meaning, value and purpose are ultimately derived from a, a system that supersedes the this outward looking reality that we live in and it's detached, then you can always rely on that structure for that meaning, purpose mm-hmm. and value rather than if it's, you know, my desire is to uh, get this position at this job and then you attempt to do it and it never happens and then you fail and then you not only you know didn't get the thing you wanted but now the thing that was bringing you meaning purpose and value in your life is also gone and so then mm-hmm. you get the situation where uh, you know you end up in a very bad place because you just feel like nothing is worth it anymore you know and that happens a lot like that's such a classic like you were saying um at least for our society here like uh, just sort of uh, it reminds me of like a midlife crisis thing like especially for a lot of men who have been expected um to be um providers and that you take away that one meaning that they've ever allowed themselves to have or one of the few um you know, your, your money and your career, and you take that away, like people will feel incredibly empty inside and kind of lose track of what's even the point at all. Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree. Um, and I think again, when somebody's in like a vulnerable state like that, where, you know, they have been deriving their life's meaning, purpose, and value from, an external thing, whether it's, you know, whatever it is, uh, when they end up in that destitute position where they've lost everything, 
and they don't have any anything that means anything in their life, that's when usually the like drug use or some type of abusive thing will start mm-hmm. to show up. And that's because usually that's the closest thing <laughs> that they can find to something that is that brings meaning back to their life. Like mm-hmm. they, they don't have any meaning, they don't have a purpose. Um, they have no value or they feel that way. And so then, you know, if you can turn to a drug, turn to alcohol, turn to whatever it might be, and it at least gives you, when you wake up in the morning, you know, your purpose is to find money to buy more alcohol. And (laughs) the value you derive from it is that, you know, at three, when you start drinking, you uh, no longer have to feel the pain of the thinking about how you don't have any meaning in your life. And Mm -hmm. ultimately it's like a negative feedback loop. So that's like the opposite of what we're talking about, where the most tangible and the most consumable thing becomes your meaning, purpose, and value. And it creates this really small addiction loop where you're, it's, it's like a infinite negative feedback loop. It's like the opposite of having uh, of religion or a spirituality or some type of value structure that supersedes outward reality. Instead, you've, you're like going the opposite way where the only thing that's of any value or meaning is the smallest, most consumable thing, you know? Right. Yeah. Cause you can't, you can't think beyond that. And I know like, you know, it's easy to sit here right now with clarity and talk about this stuff, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I completely know what it's like to unfortunately like experience that that oh me too i'm no but yeah i'm no no holier than thou here exactly yeah so yeah (laughs) if we're gonna talk about this other side of the coin like that is um that is so true because i think the times when um in my life when i've lost um lost all all meaning in a way um which wasn't that long ago unfortunately like i think there, there was this turning to the the most base, like sort of desires and easy to meet um, things. Like you can't do anything big. You can't even think about broader purpose in the world or why you're here, whatever. So you just do things that temporarily numb out um, your feelings or allow you to dissociate and not have to deal with what you're feeling. Because when you look at, when you feel like a failure, which is what you feel like when you know, you're not seeing value in the journey. You're not seeing purpose there. And you're also not attaining any of your goals. Like it feels like there's nothing at that point. And I, it kind of blows my mind how, how the same brain that like is saying this stuff now to you about, um, you know, how we all have something to, to offer in this world and blah, 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 all this shit about meaning was like, not even that long ago. Like, like I've, I don't know, I'm sure other people, um, can, can relate I hope not. But, um, I mean, I've had, I've had struggles with, with suicidal thoughts in the past and, um, shit gets real. And, you know, I, it amazes me that, that the same brain that felt that way can, can talk about this stuff now. Um, because I don't know, they just seemed like such different, um, sides of, of the coin, like we're talking about, but, I guess that just goes to show how incredibly important it is to seek um, purpose and value and meaning in your life that doesn't derive from external expectations, 
um, you know, more like productivity based things, like the kind of stuff that makes you feel like shit when you can't do any of it. Right. Like it's important that we look for more because when we have nothing left and we're at that really dark, low place, there has to be something to catch you and keep you from going all the way and um, sliding into, you know, really negative uh, behaviors that harm ourselves. Right. So I think it just goes to show how important it is that we try to understand um, and try to seek purpose beyond the more traditional um, expectation based, I guess, purposes. Yeah, I couldn't agree anymore. And I mean, to be to be quite honest, when I was kind of coming up with this idea and when I wrote about it the other day, um, most of the things I was writing about and thinking about were very um, tangible, uh, like achievable things in like in the world, like writing a book or whatever, you know. Um, But now having this conversation with you and having your perspective brought in where it's we're it's broadened to this to the kind of ideal value structure for me it really brings it all together and i think it's a pretty well composed kind of system we've just kind of laid out here which is pretty cool so yeah um but yeah we are kind of running out on time here so just to wrap things up uh yeah i love this conversation um and i actually learned a lot (laughs) just from this conversation so i appreciate you, you for that um and as always our lovely listeners thanks for tuning in as usual we will continue to be putting out podcasts again as sporadically as possible just when we feel like it (laughs) and you know what (laughs) that's fine you do things when you feel like it Yeah, just to keep you guys on your toes you know we don't want to don't want you guys to catch on to any patterns or god forbid we have a schedule (laughs) any reliability or anything like that But um, yeah, you guys know the know the deal. Uh, Instagram is probably the main, most active social media platform that we have now yeah. under Deconstruction Podcast on Instagram. I basically don't touch Facebook anymore. So um, the Facebook page is kind of dead. But if you feel so inclined, you can go like that and follow that if you want to. Um, and yeah, anything else, Izzy? Um, no, I think that's it. We'll uh, see you when we see you. Alrighty, everybody. Bye-bye.